Hi, my name is Dr. Mark Alandari, and I'm an infectious diseases specialist in New Orleans. Hi, my name is Hope Hickerson, and I'm a health education specialist and reporter. This is the Noise Filter Podcast, where an infectious diseases physician... That's me, and a health education expert... That's me. Talk about what you need to know to keep yourself and your loved ones healthy. For more information about Noise Filter, your public health podcast, and to watch and share our incredible informative animations, please visit us at noisefiltershow.com. And if you like what you hear, don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to us. So let's get started. All right, everybody, welcome to Noise Filter. Of course, I'm Hope, and I just want to welcome our producer, Graham Patterson, to the show today. Dr. Derry is traveling, so Graham is stepping in for him. Graham is wonderful, and he's been on the podcast before, so this is a no-brainer. So, Graham, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Hope. You're wonderful, too. (laughs) A new look on brain functions. Neuroscientists have developed a new model of how the brain works, leading to a fresh take on what makes us each have unique compositions. Previous models show that the human brain in individuals differs based on how specific brain regions work. But the new model now shows that the brain functions differently based on how these regions communicate with each other. In the past, we used to think that brain functions were localized in certain brain regions. But the latest research shows us that in addition to this, brain functions, quote-unquote, emerge based on communication between regions, and that how they communicate varies between different people. These connections influence brain function and structure by amplifying or reducing brain signals. When you do mental tasks, for instance, solving a math problem, certain parts of the brain show increased activity. These are largely similar person-to-person, but things get interesting when these brain regions are communicating with each other during this activity. Math experts, for instance, are much more likely to have regions involved with creativity not only lighting up, but communicating with the more computational part of the brain. The neuroscientists who performed the study explained that the quote-unquote textbook brain we all know needs to evolve to fit these newly discovered realities. When studying neuroscience with only images of a quote-unquote standard brain, one is unable to understand the intricacies of the differences between each person's individual brain. This new network approach lets scientists model brain variability much more accurately. Clinical treatments could also benefit from this new approach to brain function. For instance, in patients with similar brain abnormalities, we would expect them, therefore, to be facing similar difficulties. Except in one person, the brain may seem to be functioning without problems. Using this new view of the brain, in this example, for instance, could help doctors learn why patients with damaged parts of the brain who do not demonstrate challenges from that damage might be literally short-circuiting a workaround for that part of their brain using inter-region brain communication to negate the damage. The hope is that one day soon, those who are negatively affected by similar damage could have their brain slowly coached into strengthening similarly helpful inter-region zones. So according to the research team, creating professional networks 
will be necessary to integrate multiple fields of neuroscientific research into this updated model. These advances will make it possible to develop advanced neuroimaging methods and personalized anatomical models, which might just be coming to a hospital near you. Okay, so Graham, I'm, I am not claiming to be any expert in neuroscience at all. However, like I do know that they already know that if there is um, like a brain issue, a brain damage, uh, it, like the brain can find a way to right. heal itself and and come up with these new um, right. pathways to to do the things that it used to do. Like it may not look yeah. the same. But the brain can figure out a way to heal itself in in certain instances, in some instances. Like, we already know that. So I'm guessing, I'm trying to understand this article. I guess this article is saying that looking at two brains side by side, the part that we, that I guess they previously thought should function this way, if you look at the same section on another person's brain, it doesn't necessarily line up and, uh, and they're... Another part of their brain may function in the same way instead. Is that what they're saying? Like, so they know that the brains communicate with each other, but the way we used to identify certain areas that has changed. Is that is that kind of what I'm seeing? You know, you know we we have a, a writer on the show who's studied uh, neuroscience, and so she's the one who wrote this article. And I wish we had her on the show to yeah. to, to answer our questions because I also. Don't have a you know very educated understanding of the intricacies of this, but my understanding was yeah. that basically, say we have two people where part A of their brain was somehow damaged, and one brain might figure out ways to communicate with other parts of the brain that minimize that damage. Yeah. Whereas the other person yeah. isn't relying on the strength of the intercommunication. And that negative, you know, that, that that results in more uh, of an obvious, you know, negative side effect from that damage. So I think for me, the takeaway is that we can maybe learn, knowing this now, we can maybe learn ways to train people's brains in order to build those pathways, right? Like proactively teach a brain to build those pathways is prosperity mm-hmm. hoping that, that it will. Got it. Got it. Okay. That makes sense. And if that's the case, the relief that would give to so many people, right? Like if they were able to do that, like not just sit around and wait to see what would happen, but actually do something before the person has to learn to deal with the negative side effects of a brain injury. I think it would give a lot of people hope who would, who would just experience something like, like, uh, right. Uh, right. Yeah, I, I I also just, you know, for myself, I, I think of different things such as like, you know, like I, I have good hearing now, but maybe when I'm 
Uh, I am going to need hearing aids. And I'm just, it's like a, a psychologically, like just nice, even not needing them yet, knowing that technology exists mm-hmm. and it's going to be, I need it. Mm-hmm. So like, I think for me, this is another mm-hmm. thing along those lines where it's like, like, yeah, hopefully none of us, you know, you know, you and I and any of us, our listeners will ever need this, but you know, like we, we, we don't know. And it's nice to know that scientists are pushing forward and, and, and looking at these very good point, Graham. Yes. Thanks for listening to Noise Filter, your public health podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the Noise Filter podcast. Follow us on social media and leave us a review letting us know your favorite part of the show. You can find me, Hope Hickerson, at hopehickerson.com. And you can find me at Dr. Mark Allen Derry or at the Dr. Derry. That's D-R-D-E-R-Y. To see and share our amazing animations and find out more information about us, the show, as well as links to our social media, go to noisefiltershow.com. We are grateful to our sponsors, including Access Health Louisiana and the End the Epidemic Initiative, who are working to bring equitable health outcomes to everyone they serve. Hope, any last words? Stay well out there, folks, and continue taking steps to keep yourself and your loved ones healthy. That includes exercise, a good diet, getting adequate sleep, and seeing your healthcare providers regularly. And protect yourself and others by getting the COVID-19 vaccine and booster, wearing a mask, and social distancing wherever possible. Remember, health is a human right. <laughs>